Welcome to Keep Calm and Homeschool On. I'm your host, and you know what? This just seems way too formal. Hey, I'm Rebecca, author over at homeschoolon.com, author of More Than Words Bible Curriculum, of Journal Me Organized, and more recently, Gather Round Homeschool Curriculum as well. So it's been a really long time, and I think that we just need to be honest with ourselves and say, wow, that's embarrassing. Um, Normally what I do is I say, well, welcome to the next season, but I don't even know what season we're on, and I think that that's all a hoax anyways. So um, welcome to, after a delay, a new podcast episode. We're just going to leave it at that. Today, I actually don't have a topic in mind. I also feel like this is not super new for those of you that have been listening to this for a while. Um, I mainly just want to catch up on everything that's been happening in my life since I have last podcast. I also want to um, just kind of touch base on some big changes that are coming that are going to affect this podcast, um, some things to look forward to, um, some places you can meet me and find me, and all of that stuff. So that is today's episode. If you are a longtime follower, you're going to want to listen because it's just me ranting about all the things God's doing in my life and it's testimony and it's going to be awesome. But for those of you that maybe are brand new and you're wondering, you know, what is my podcast all about? Um, you can always go check out some of my other podcast episodes that are going to be probably a little more targeted, or you can listen to me rant because this is just kind of a great introduction to who I am, what I believe, what I stand for, and will help you know, um, if, if this is the kind of community you want to be a part of, because I want to make sure that I am being upfront, that nobody is going to feel pressured or sold to or irritated that I maybe wasn't as clear. So I want to just lay it all on the table today, make sure we are all on the same page and give you an opportunity to decide if this is something that you want to invest in or not. All right. So now that we've done that, I don't even know, I'm thinking about how I'm going to edit this episode. There's not really any particular introduction in that, but that's okay. Um, If you are looking for targeted homeschool help, I do want to say that I was a guest on Dorenda Wilson's podcast, and that was about homeschooling multiple ages, and that was live just last week. So that is a recent, we just did it a week and a half ago, um, and it is super, super targeted, and I think will be really, really helpful to you. So I will link that in this podcast episode. You can find the actual blog post attached to this podcast episode, on homeschoolon.com forward slash podcast or you can find it right in my menu on there and that will have any links that I talk about and I think there's going to be quite a few today. Um, So anyways, go check that out and go take a listen if you're actually looking for something more, like I said, targeted and on point. Before we begin, I think let's just let's just start with if you have been following me in any other places than my podcast, you've probably already seen and have an idea of the changes that are coming and what has been happening. Basically, I went away to a kind of it was kind of like a conference convention meetup with some other bloggers at Bob Jones University. And of course, when I go away, I feel like, especially from my kids and from my husband, from everybody, and I have time to just be on my own, I find that I just have had some of my most um, incredible 
downloads of vision and direction from God and have had opportunity to really seek him for guidance. And so I went this time with expectation. I've done this enough times to know that there is a reason that I am here and that yes, I'm going to seek whatever he may have for me in relationships and meet and greets and all of that, but I'm here for a lot more than that. And so I went with actually a list of things that I was seeking and praying for. And one of those things was homeschool on. One of those things was this podcast, was my Facebook group, which is Keep Calm and Homeschool On, which has almost 20,000 members and I don't ever go in and I don't ever engage in or talk to because I just have felt like it's just not even mine anymore. My Homeschool On page has over 60,000 followers and I just have felt like I don't want to post, I don't want to sell, I don't want to be disingenuine and I don't just want to post something with no meaning. Here's a funny meme. Let's laugh about it. Ha ha ha. I'm just like so incredibly consumed with what I feel like God has called me to, which is gather around homeschool, which is mentoring and speaking life and encouragement and all the things that he is showing me. And I've been doing that on my Instagram. I've been doing that in my gather around group. I've been doing that with my team of people that work for me. And, and so I feel like he's just so strongly called me to that. I'm so consumed with that, that anything that is not that, that is not that caliber of depth. I'm just don't, I just, I'm done with. That's what I have been feeling for months and months and months. And that's partly why I have been quiet here. I've been quiet on my page. I've been quiet in my groups because I just feel like I don't have um, superficial in me right now. There's no room for superficial. It is, there's, everything has been stripped away and we are all in, into the deep stuff. And I am just diving in. And if it doesn't have that kind of meaning and purpose, then I'm wasting my time. And that's what I've been feeling lately with everything really that I've been doing that is not focused on gather round or specifically what God has called me to. So I went to this conference and I was just very, very targeted. I have a page in my journal randomly. And this is so me. This is so me. I have all these pages in my journal. I set up my journal, a beautiful traveler's notebook on the plane ride there. And there was a whole page for direction for homeschool on. And the funny thing is, is that I ended up writing on some free notebook that someone put in a little swag bag. And I don't even know where that is. And I just scribbled all sorts of notes. And that's where I ended up writing all my ideas and notes. But (laughs) it doesn't matter because the way my brain works is just all over the place. And when I write it out, I don't actually ever need to see it again. It helps me just process it in my head. And so I came back with this fresh direction. And the biggest thing that I felt like God was saying was, it's time to take it back. It's time to take it back. I have given you these, and and that's been an overriding thing that he has said to me over and over again, is don't diminish the calling that I have given you. And And I felt like, well, but I have to stay on homeschooling. I have to keep it all about curriculum. I have to keep it all like superficial up here. And I feel like he's like, why? Why can't you go deep? Why can't you do these things? You are in your group with Gather Round. So why can't you do that in everything else I've given you and just be all in, in every capacity? And so that's what I feel like he called me to when I came back. But you guys, how do you do that? How do you take this like big overreaching, hey, I want you to just, just be who I made you to be and just do it. I'm like, okay, that's great, God. But um, in practice, like what what does that mean? How do I take back my group? I don't know. Like go in there and post and say who I am. So I sat on it for a good week and I kind of told people where my heart was at that kind of worked for me or my team, my moderators. I have a whole bunch of people right now. And in the end, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do a live video 
and I'm just going to say, this is who I am. Let's start with that. So I streamed this live video to my Facebook page, to my Facebook group. You might have seen it. Um, and I and I also did it on YouTube, so you can find it there as well. And I just said, I believe this. I believe abortion is wrong. I believe that there is one truth. Truth isn't relative. I don't believe that. I believe there's right and wrong. I don't believe in this gray area um, that even has infiltrated and permeated the Christian community that there isn't right and wrong and that there's this, this thing of no judgment, which, yeah, we're not called to judge. Only God can judge. Only God sees a heart of a man or a woman, but yet we've taken that to the point where there is no right and wrong. And yet God says he came to bring the sword and that the sword is the sword of the spirit. It is the word of God and it does divide because it is, it's strong words and there is right and wrong in the Bible. And so I believe that there is right and wrong and that we are called to stand for that. And I think specifically where I live in Canada, which for you guys in the US, you probably, I've heard it all. I've heard you guys think you're so far gone. You have no idea compared to us up here in Canada. But up in Canada, we are for sure as progressive as not, if not more far gone than like California or some of your more progressive states. Um, that you guys are facing stuff down there. So so we are just like over the edge in what's happening in our schools, in what's happening in our culture, what's happening in our politics, what's happening in our churches. I honestly strongly believe that we are so close to persecution. And I think even there is an element of persecution that almost feels like embarrassing to call it that because how can you compare? You hear the stories of people, literally martyrs of the faith in other countries. And then you say, well, we're being persecuted because people mock us when we say this. No, but yes, it has hit this point where it's like we can't speak truth because to speak truth in love to say I disagree with anything now makes you completely a hater and you're intolerant. And that whole definition of intolerance is like they can't even hear it. It's like they're unable to see the hypocrisy in the words that they are saying. And they are, you guys, because it's blind. And I think sometimes we get so frustrated as Christians. Don't they get, and we stand on our mountaintops and we say, but, but don't you understand? No, they don't understand. You guys, they don't understand. They don't see the hypocrisy in what they're saying. They don't understand that the fact that they accept every other religion, that they say tolerance for all, and yet they don't accept Christianity, that that is completely against everything they stand for and believe in. They don't. They don't see it. They are blind to it because this isn't flesh and blood we're dealing with. This is the enemy. So, I man, you guys, whew. This is going to be tangenty. I know it is. I feel it. I, I can tell when I'm doing a podcast and I'm super tired and I'm just kind of doing some things. No, no, no. This is this is a podcast that we don't know what's going to happen. Just so you all know, let's just make sure we're on the same page. Um. So anyways, we are far gone where we are. And I feel like God is just calling me to like stand up and speak. And I think that even within the homeschool Christian community, it's it's one thing, it's like a lot of us kind of get into homeschooling in the beginning because of our kids are bullied, because they're not having a great education, because of health challenges or difficulties or, um, you know, they're they're behind or they're just not getting their needs met in the school system or because, I mean, there's a, there's a host of reasons that we sometimes fall into it. And we didn't necessarily plan it. It wasn't something on our agenda. And then we're just kind of in it. And we're just doing it as it works for our families. And we're saying, you know, we're just going to kind of play it by ear and see what happens. But I want to tell you right now, and I have said this before, and I'll say it again, you're not here by accident. You're not. 
I don't stand here and say that every single Christian family should homeschool and that is the only answer and it is the only right answer because I don't believe that. I believe that sometimes God actually calls us to have our kids in the public school system because he's going to use our children. He's going to use us to, to begin to stand for truth in that and we need that. But I do believe that if you are homeschooling right now, you are not here by accident. If we believe that God is sovereign, if we believe that he has a plan and a purpose for our lives, then you have to believe that you are not here by accident, that this is not just something you fell into, but this is a calling on your life for such a time as this. And who knows where it's going to lead and who knows how long it's going to be. God doesn't give us the 10 step plan. He tells us right now in this season, this is your calling. You're walking in your calling. This is so much bigger than just something you fell into. And there isn't necessarily all of these right answers and things you're supposed to do. But part of what I feel like my ministry and my calling is, is to rise up and speak truth as a Christian, as a Christian family, and saying that this is so much more. There is such an attack on family. There is such an attack on identity, on on who we are, the basics of who we are, of what is right and what is wrong, of freedom of speech. I mean, there's so many things against Christian church, against faith, against us to, uh, being allowed to believe differently than anybody else. And and we are in this because we're raising up a generation that's going to be able to stand against this. And, and if God is going to use me in some capacity to be a voice that encourages other people to use their voice, because if we don't use it, we're losing it. We're losing our voice and half the reason that things I feel, well, I mean a half, okay, don't, I say things, you guys, I say billions and I mean like five, but anyways, part of the reason that we are in the position we are today in church, in politics, in our culture is because we've decided it's pearls to swine, no one listens to us anyway, so we may as well be quiet and sit down. No, we can't do that anymore. We have to not be afraid of the opposition. We have to not be afraid of the persecution we're going to have to be, we're going to face. We have to not be afraid anymore because fear doesn't come from God. We have to step forward and be able to have these difficult conversations with our kids, with other people, with the communities around us and say, I believe differently from you and I love you and I can tolerate your differences and I cannot judge you as a human being because I know that God loves you deeply and intimately and that he has a plan and a purpose for you as well. I'm praying for you and yet I believe that that lifestyle is wrong biblically. So I don't live that lifestyle. I'm not going to go and celebrate that lifestyle because I believe differently and we have to get to a point where we can stand up for these things where we can be not afraid to say I believe abortion is wrong no I I don't think that there's this 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 line of gray in between that right to wrong I believe that abortion is wrong and I am going to love somebody who's been through that because I can't even imagine what that would be like and I think there was such a lie such a lie that our culture faces and puts on people that this is all okay let's celebrate it and it's wonderful and it's pro-choice and it's all these things and these women feel like they're not even allowed to grieve or do these things because it's it's just so celebrated and they're just kind of pushed through it and and I think it's so incredibly hurtful and damaging and I have seen people that have walked through that and and it is not what the culture wants us to believe it is so we can love that person we can love that mom we can encourage and pray for and yet we can say there is a right and there is a wrong 
And I, I just, anyways, okay. So, wow, where was I going? Who am I? <laughs> Well, obviously I stand for all those things super, super strongly. Another thing that I really, really stand for that I think is a lack in the Christian homeschool community in, in particular is, um, and when I went to, I was, I was like, God, what, what would you want me? Like, I'll stand for whatever you want me to stand for. But there are people that speak about this and there are people that stand against that. And, and I'm not sure that those are my things. So what would you have me speak? And I felt like he said, what have I put burning in your heart? And one of the, oh, there's so many things. And, and I still, I have in true honesty, I have a little bit of fear about going all the places all at once. I feel like I've hit a lot of things so far. Um, but one of the things super, super strongly that I feel like is, um, I grew up in a very conservative background. Um, I would say religious spirit was strong with me. <laughs> I was very afraid. I was very afraid of freedom. I was very afraid of Holy Spirit. I was very afraid of the stuff that I saw that just looked out of control and not of God. And um, it only is in my adult life that yet while God has always been real to me, I've always had a very real relationship with God. I've always been a Christian as long as I can possibly remember. And I don't think that anything um, changed as far as my salvation went. But in the last, um, when was it? It was maybe five years ago now. Um, God really, really, really began to lay on my heart about Holy Spirit and how we have rejected Holy Spirit and how grieved he was about that, that it's like we put God in this box and we say, we're comfortable with this. We're comfortable with this. We're not comfortable with that. And I just have such a passion that God is looking for people. He even says hot or cold, lukewarm. I'm going to spit you out of my mouth. And I think, you know, I don't want to just ride that fence and be lukewarm. I would rather be in the camp of people who are hot and on fire for God. And yeah, maybe some things happen. It's like, okay, well, let's test that in our spirit and with God's word. Um, I do believe that we should test everything with the word of God. Um, but I, I think I would rather be in that camp that is all in with God than be in the camp that's riding the fence or afraid. And so I'm really passionate about Holy Spirit. I'm really passionate about freedom. I'm really passionate about hearing God's voice. And I think, you know what, why are we, why are we in this? Why are we in this whole like faith? Christianity. If we just are kind of like, let's live a good life and follow the Ten Commandments and be good people. And well, now we're going into like Mormon beliefs of, of, you know, it's, it's about me just kind of earning my way, or it's not about that grace-based salvation. And I just think that is so, we say we don't believe that. And yet sometimes I think that we do because we're so afraid of the freedom of Holy Spirit, of hearing his voice, of those things. They set off these triggers in our heads and we just think, well, clearly I'm just supposed to do my very best. Just read the Bible and go to church and, you know, and, and do my very best to follow those Ten Commandments. And that's what I'm going to do. And one day, but you can see the, the, the danger of that road. And I think that that there is this incredible, exciting, passionate, adventurous relationship with God that we can have when we surrender our lives to him, when we surrender our marriages to him and our families to him and our children to him and our callings to him. And we say, what will you have me do? But unless we believe that God still speaks, then what is the point of asking those questions? Why do we go to God in prayer for anything if we don't believe he still speaks? I have had so many people email me about this. And this has been one area, I don't even think I did this on my live 
Um, I did see some people commented and I just thank goodness didn't see them because I didn't feel ready. But what I really feel like God is just saying, anytime you feel fear, that's not me. And so you just push past that. So one of the things is I've had like multiple people email me and say, do you believe that God's word is infallible? It's authoritative. Yes, I do. Do you believe that basically that was for that time and that, you know, God only speaks through scripture and he never speaks in any other way anymore? Well, then why do we pray? Why do we pray? Why do we ask him questions? Why do we seek him on anything if we don't believe he speaks anymore? If the power is gone out of his words, if the power is gone out of out of prayer, why do we believe those things happened in the New Testament? Miracles happened in the New Testament, not the Old. Jesus was gone. He was ascended into heaven and yet miracles were still happening. So how can we profess these things and believe these things and yet say, oh, but at some point... You know, that just all ended. No, I'm not a cessationist. And I think that there is a huge um, community of that within the homeschool community. And that is one thing that I do want to stand apart from. I do want to be a place where Holy Spirit is welcome. So basically what I did is I did this massive video. I did this like, and then I did this big post just yesterday, guys. It was so much fun in my group. I really, I want you to, I want you to know that I am not somebody who just stirs up drama. I have been avoiding this obviously for like six months to a year. And I, I prayed about it even before I did it. Let there be no sense of, oh man, what's going to happen? Oh man, people are going to, no, 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 none of that. Let it be, God, I pray your peace and I pray your grace and I pray understanding and I pray that your Holy Spirit would just move and that you would protect people's hearts from being, from feeling like they're being judged or that they're not welcome. I pray that you would just have your, your glory through this. And so I prayed all those things before I even posted and I really sought him on that. But what really triggered it for me was in my group, I had somebody who was asking for, um, people who were pagan or Wiccan and they were looking for community within my keep calm and homeschool long group. And I thought like, that's it. That's it for me. Like I, this is it. I'm either going to delete my group or I'm going to bring it back. And I'm not just claiming this back for myself because I don't believe that anything that I do is mine. I really don't. I'm bringing it back and I'm claiming it for him. So I created this new statement of faith. I created this new kind of description for my group. And it was just, I said, this Holy Spirit's welcome here. I publicly declare that and I publicly give it to him. Holy Spirit is welcome here. And um, yeah, so I said a whole bunch of different things, just like I am now, man. It's like, maybe I shouldn't have opened up. (laughs) It's a little scary when I open my mouth and I'm always afraid I'm going to say too much. And then I do. And then I don't say anything for a while. And then God's like, you know what? You are going to say too much. Here's what I've learned just for anyone who's like me, who's like, don't open your mouth. Let me tell you something. Open your mouth open your mouth, pray, seek God. But when your heart is in the right place, you're going to make mistakes as a speaker, especially as anyone who speaks in any capacity, you will make mistakes. You're going to say something and you're going to be like, wait, wait, was that in the Bible? Wait, like seriously, seriously. I, I was hearing a Christian speaker say this one of the times. She's like, I got something totally wrong. This stuff happens because we're human and we make mistakes and we will fail. But again, I would rather be too hot. I would rather be so all in that I'm going to make mistakes, but God knows my heart. And I feel like him saying, I protect your heart. I know your heart. And as long as your heart is for me and me alone, as long as your heart is for my glory, as long as you are doing things out of love and passion, for my name, then you really can't make a mistake here. I am not up here just looking down, judging everything you do and saying theologically, you know, oh, you, you said too much or you exaggerated and somebody might, no, no, no. God is up there saying, I see your heart because he judges the heart. 
Anyways, that was for someone. I don't know who. You know who you are. And you're going to email me. And you're going to be like, that was me. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Wow. Um, That's who I am. Basically a firecracker who has been completely under wraps. And I, every once in a while, like you guys think when you hear my like, my passion in my podcast, you're like, wow, I can really feel. I'm like, you have no idea. Sometimes I feel, no, all the time my whole life. I feel like I am a firecracker who is being like held down under a cup or something and that the day is going to come where I'm allowed to be like released. So anyways, I'm, I'm all, I'm all wild like that. That's me. I'm super intense and passionate, especially, mostly, entirely about God. I just love God. I love him. Okay. What was I going to talk about? All right. One other thing that I do want to mention that um, I think less appeals to, I think right now what I've done is I've kind of just thrown it all out there. (laughs) And there's going to be a lot of people who are like, wow, this is not for me. And that's totally okay. I don't want anyone to feel judged. I don't want you to feel like I'm looking down on you. I want you to feel comfortable that if this is not for you, if you feel like you're not going to get value out of this worldview speaking about homeschooling, then I want you to have that opportunity to, instead of feeling hurt or um, ostracized, I want you to have the opportunity to say, okay, it's not for me. Now, the rest of you that are going to stick around, I do want to say one more thing more to the Christian community, the Christian homeschool community. Um, that's just kind of one more thing that I've been wrestling with that I really feel I'll I'll probably have to do a blog post about it now because I really feel it on my heart and I have, I, okay, let's just talk about it and then I'll say the I. So I believe worldview matters and that's, you know what, man, we say that all the time. Curriculum companies, we all say that worldview matters. Why does worldview matter? But what does that actually mean? So last year, was it only a year ago? It was two years ago. It was two years ago. I came out with a video about the good and the beautiful and I had been using it. I had been advocating it. I had been selling it and promoting it. I was paid partner of theirs and I made really good money um, promoting them on a monthly basis. They were happy. I was happy. It was great. And they were beginning to um, talk to me about being a writer for some Canadian history they were hoping to do and all these different things. And, and that's when I started to question because um, we were getting to the point where they were, they were saying, you know, okay, once we talked about writer, I realized, okay, my name is going to be forever tethered to this company. And I just need to make sure up until that point, I had been saying, yes, the author is LDS, which is Latter-day Saints, Church of Latter-day Saints. We call them Mormon. And I, I will say, because I know that there's probably some listening that is a nickname they've been given and they really don't like it. Um, so LDS the Church of Latter-day Saints of Jesus Christ or or something. I think they're going through a name change right now. But LDS, the LDS community. Um, so the author comes from that background. And I knew that. But I would tell people it doesn't come through in the curriculum because she does try very hard to make it not come through. And so I was this huge advocate. I really sold it. And I sold it well. And then I started to have second thoughts when it came to partnering my name with her because the worldview she was coming from, regardless of what was coming out in her curriculum, was concerning to me. And that made me really question. And I realized I had made a mistake in doing this. And I had neglected to realize one of the things God, like I said, has has really laid on my heart, and this was years before, was do not diminish what I've given you. And I felt like I had diminished the, the authority that I had 
and I had just promoted and I had no idea. You guys, I would say thousands of people purchased entirely based on my recommendation. And that was this like super um, weighty moment for me and sad moment for me because I realized that by going live and saying that I was no longer going to be partnering with them, and that I had concerns because I didn't want to cause confusion and there were differences and I didn't even get into it too much when I did the video. I said, I, you know, I love them. I think they're amazing people, but I don't agree and I don't want to cause confusion. And because of my platform, I'm choosing to separate. And in that moment, there were so many people that were so hurt or angry with me because they said, I, I bought based entirely on you. And I realized regardless whether I like it or not, people were fully making their decisions on me, not on what God had for their family, not on like they were ba- basing their decisions because they trusted me and I felt just sick. I felt sick. So I sat on that for a while. I received so much hate mail. I went through a like incredible dark season in my home blogger experience um, of just the flack that I got from that was astronomical. And then I just, I really felt like God asked me to not defend myself. I don't even know. Wow. I'm just sharing the whole thing. I was just going to use this as an example and boom, here we are. So I felt like God was telling me not to defend myself and just be quiet and let people say what they were going to say. And there was just no point. People were saying that I did it all for money. People were saying, and they had no idea. I lost a lot of money when I did that. I lost a lot of followers when I did that. Like I, but I wasn't allowed. I wasn't allowed to defend myself. And it wasn't until about six months later that I felt like God saying, okay, now, because even then I had a better understanding of what, because even just researching what people were saying and different things, I had such a better understanding of the differences between LDS and um, Christianity. And my concern grew not just from I may cause confusion for somebody, but it grew into they say we're all the same and we're not. And the biggest concern is not necessarily what's in the curriculum. It is the fact that there is this major deception and there's even deception within like stuff that I found on the LDS website that people that were LDS were like, we don't believe that. And I'm like, it's right here. Here's the link. This is exactly where I found it on your website. So yes, you do. It's just that there was even deception there. And so the deception part was something that was super concerning to me. So I felt like God saying, okay, it's time for you to do a little more explanation. And so I did a blog post about it. This was something that I felt like God told me to stand on. And when I did all of this, see, there's a point and I just remembered it. When I did all of this, one of the things people said to me is you can't test every single person and their background and what they believe and base all your decisions on that. Like, do you know what stores you shop at or what clothing you buy? And it's true. It's a true statement. No, I don't know everything. And I bet you 90% of what I use is probably coming from something I don't agree with or using their money in a way I don't agree with. I can't vet every single source of everything in my life. I can't. And I do believe that we ultimately are the ones who discern and that we can test and as mature believers in Christ, that we can use scripture and we can teach our kids. Okay. I believe all that. One of the things they said to me was, what about us born? Like you sell us born. So, so where do you stand with that? They believe in evolution. And, and it just was one of those things that just kind of sat there at that moment. But I want you to know that where I was at, again, God is, I, I, I'm not a perfect person and I don't have all the answers and I've made mistakes there. I've just told you a mistake that I made in partnering with them in the first place. 
I've made mistakes in what I said even in that, in my response to what about Usborne. And in the past year, God has shown me multiple other things. I'm going to share them with you right now that he has asked me to step away from. And I've never even said anything to anyone because, again, I'm going to do this in his timing, not because I'm going to stand on some sort of bandwagon and try to get people to follow me. So I don't want it to come from that spirit or that atmosphere. I want it to come from a place of when he says it's the right timing. So I'm going to share it here. I don't know when I'm going to share it anywhere else, but it has been something really bothering me lately. So in the past year, um, I think it was in the fall, actually early fall, um, Osborne came out with some more books. They'd already come out with families and they had, um, you know, families with two dads or two moms or different things. Then they came out with some books about internet safety and they came out with books about Um, puberty that both you know got into topics that I just was super super uncomfortable with and definitely did not teach things from my perspective Um, and so I actually was starting to rip pages out of books so when I got to that point I was like "Mm, okay we're, we're way past just evolution and teaching my kids something that I think is important for them to learn anyways from a Christian standpoint now we're getting to stuff I'm ripping pages out of my books I'm concerned and then they came out with another book it was one of their new novels and it was just it was all about um it was for young preteens and it was all about a young preteen who was really confused who um who about her gender and identity and all these different things and I just realized the direction that this company is going is one that I no longer can support and I met I met Peter Usborne at a an Usborne convention and I realized this company is it will never come back they've always kind of wanted to go this way they will continue to go this way and it's only going to get worse and so I actually just totally stepped away I lost my whole team I was earning really good money I was getting free trips like I was doing very well with Usborne it was very successful for me and I could have even eked it out and just continued to you know get money and slowly stop selling and 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 gone out with getting as much as I could out of it based on my team volume but I just felt like no I I just you know what I need to just be out I need to be out and so I totally stepped away I lost everything and just stepped away from that because of the direction that God has taken me and another example is I don't know if you had seen a long time ago I was doing posts on Thomas Jefferson education I had no idea no idea that that was written from a very um strong uh LDS standpoint and and most of the community around that tends to be LDS I didn't even know I didn't even know and that was another thing that I just thought I can no longer be advocating or selling this specifically because I felt like God told me to take such a strong stance on this and because of the deception and so I just slowly started backing away from that as well I never mentioned it again and I haven't mentioned it again in anything else that I have done another example is um one of the most popular I would say homeschool books homeschool resource books for homeschoolers is Julia Rothman has this whole series and they're stunning. It's nature anatomy, farm anatomy, food anatomy, and she just came out with this oceans anatomy one. They're absolutely beautiful for nature journaling. They are by far the most popular resource that everybody seems to have. And I was loving it until somebody messaged me on Instagram and said, I'm surprised to see you promoting Julie Rothman's books. Have you seen her Instagram? And I had to admit that I hadn't. And so I went and looked at her Instagram and I was blown away. I was blown away by the art that I was seeing, by the articles that were being posted, by the book she was creating. I mean, this woman stands against everything I stand for. Everything 
I stand for. This wasn't just like some, you know, I just don't believe in God. This was a, I believe in everything that you believe so strongly against. And like the pictures you want to know for yourself, go and look at her Instagram page. Scroll down a little bit because she has some more recent stuff that she's done. But you're going to see, I don't show your kids. There are all sorts of um, very, very naked drawings and books and stories and things that she promotes and advocates. Um, She has a website called sexwitheverybody.com that she is working on a book, um, just showing all the amazing ways that sex can look and sexuality and just what she stands for, you guys. And I just, I stopped. I didn't say anything. I didn't go on a bandwagon. I just stopped. I stopped promoting it. I stopped showing pictures of it. I stopped advertising it. And I thought, man, we have no idea. And here's why worldview is so important. If we believe, if we believe that there is, and the Bible says we don't battle against flesh and blood, that there is a spiritual realm. And if we believe there's a spiritual realm, then regardless of what we see that comes into our house that might be fine, it's not talking against God in the actual content. Regardless, we know there's a spiritual realm. We know that there are spirits attached to things that we're bringing into our home, that we are inviting into the culture of our home, that we are inviting into our families. And let me tell you, I deal with enough stuff that I have to because I can't control every aspect of my life. And I'm not here to protect my kids from absolutely everything. We've got all sorts of stuff that we are going to have to deal with when, you know, whatever, we go out and we come in and I'm sure stuff's coming all over the time. But, but, What I can control is the resources I'm using and the worldview they're coming from and what kind of of background and insight and perspective something is coming from. And that matters to me. It matters to me what my money supports. It matters to me um, what what I am advocating. And it matters to me what what I might be saying without realizing that I'm even saying it when I do that. So these are the things that are just burning on my heart. These are the things um, that I feel like God is calling me to step more and more into. And as far as what that looks like in the homeschool realm, I can tell you that on my Gather Round page, it's it's an amazing group. I don't know if you've seen it, but on my Gather Round homeschool page, we are, it's, it's all super encouraging, supportive. It's amazing. It is focused on Gather Round curriculum. So in the Keep Calm and Homeschool on page I've recently just said no more curriculum no more surfacey no more um talking about you know the good and the beautiful or about um Wiccan pagan this kind of stuff like this is all this is all done this is a Christian group I'm giving it to God there we go and so it just did that and what that's actually going to look like and on my page and here on our podcast is I'm still going to talk about homeschooling I'm not just going to stop talking about that but I want to talk to you more less about curriculum because obviously, you guys, I use Gather Round Homeschool, the one I created, and that's what I believe in, and I'm no longer passionate about talking about everybody else's. <laughs> but to be authentic, I don't want to talk so much about curriculum. I want to talk about motivation and cleaning our houses and um, our godly marriages and God in our parenting and God in our homeschool, spirit-led homeschool. I want to talk about um, stuff that matters. I want to... <sighs> I want to talk about how we can live this life abundantly that I believe that God has for us. And so that is more the direction that this podcast is going to go. I am going to start to go back into our Wednesday Godcast. And I am right now, I have six months created. It will be out on hopefully this Wednesday. I'm working on a read through the Bible in a year chronological printable. And that is going to be this beautiful checklist with um, kind of this thing at the end that you can print off for every day if you wanted and make this huge binder. And you can 
have it be kind of like this quiet time thing and this time with God and then I want to talk about it in our podcast episodes. So we might be doing more worship, my husband and I. We might talk more about marriage and what that looks like, not from a place of we have it all all the answers because we don't Um, but from a place of in the trenches with you and we want to have challenges in our group where it's 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 things we're working on and you know maybe it's it's having more of a sense of calm in our house or cooking dinner every single day in the morning so there's no stress or getting up at decent time or going to bed at a decent time simple things that can make such a huge difference in the atmosphere of our homes and so that's more the direction that we're going in Um, both here and on the group and on the homeschool page. And I just want to make sure that you guys all know what's coming. So what's coming on Wednesday's Godcast right here is you're going to find out about this free printable. Hopefully it will be on my blog with that podcast episode and it's totally free. Um, So those are some of the changes that are coming up. Also, if you guys want to be a part of Keep Common Homeschool on, hey, we lost about 600 members. So we would love to have some people that share our vision come and join. Um, If you want to join a prayer team for Gather Around Homeschool, what God is leading me into with that and with curriculum, I would love to hear from you. If you have not heard about Gather Around Homeschool, I know I've talked about it, but you have questions or anything else, feel free to email Rebecca at homeschoolon.com or go to Facebook and go to Gather Around Homeschool or gatheroundhomeschool.com. Also, you guys, I'm going to be speaking. I'm leaving in a week and a half. I'm going to Nashville, teach them diligently. It's my first convention of the season. I'm really excited for that one. I have five sessions and I have a table this time, which means I get to actually have a place for you guys to come and visit me. Last year, I just kind of floated and it just didn't feel like I had that place for people to come and meet me. So I have a table and I have like two little chairs for us to sit and visit. I'm hoping to have coffee there and I have five sessions you can come and check out and listen to. You can see the schedule or register for it. I have a page for my speaking schedule it's homeschoolon.com I'll link this as well in the podcast episode forward slash speaking dash 2020 so that's my schedule I'm in um, Nashville I'm online um, March 25th at the Homeschool Connect Expo I'm in Winnipeg Manitoba I'm in Winston-Salem North Carolina at the Thrive Convention and I'm in Tacoma Washington as well and there may be one more that I'm still waiting on so stay tuned for that Anyway, super excited about our speaking schedule. We do plan on doing a gather around specific homeschool conference in Edmonton, Alberta as well. So um, we're working on all the details of that. But this is maybe the longest podcast episode I've done. Wow. Impressive. Also, my throat's really dry. So I'm going to go. But I hope you guys have an amazing day or night or week or weekend or wherever you're at in the season of life you're in I um I just want to bless you guys and honestly I just I want to end in prayer because I just I don't want this to be left as Rebecca and who I am I want this to be left for him and who he is so let's just end with prayer and then I'm going to bless you guys to go on your way God we just thank you for this opportunity to be together what a cool opportunity what a neat way to connect with other people just to listen and talk and engage but while we're doing our daily life I just think it's so cool I love podcasts so I thank you for that I thank you that you are glorified in everything that happens and I ask that you 
you would be glorified in everything that happens, God. I just pray that your will would be done through the changes happening in the podcast and the blog and the um, Facebook page and the group and everywhere else. And I pray, God, that you would give me wisdom in how to custom tailor this for your purposes and what you're doing in a way that gets us excited, that helps us grow our relationship with you. I pray for every single person who is listening to this podcast episode that you would bless their families. I pray that you would bless their marriages. I pray that you would bless their homeschools, their parenting, and their children, God. I pray that you would give them fresh um, inspiration, that you would give them patience with their kids, that you would lead them and guide them and direct them closer to you and closer together as a family. And I just thank you that you are moving in homeschool families, that you are moving today, that you are a living God, and that we serve a God who is powerful and who is alive and active. So I just thank you for who you are. We give you all the honor and praise and glory, and we just thank you for everything that you're doing. Amen. All right, go live your lives and drink lots of coffee and then uh, come and meet me. I really want to meet you guys. Come and meet me at a convention. I promise you, I am not some pompous like person who's sitting behind my little latte. No, I want to meet you guys. I so badly want to meet you guys and hear your stories and your testimonies and meet your kids. And I just, I cannot wait for convention season and to get to hug you guys and sign your kids books or whatever. I will do whatever, bring books, whatever. I will sign them. I will take pictures with your kids. I'm just super excited about it. So hope to see you guys there and otherwise have an amazing homeschool week. See ya.